for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest running sports talk show. In the yard with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, the fan. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079. Got a request as we get rolling. I, I know they did an update on the phones last night. I know they did on mine anyway. So if you are one of the podcast people, if you'll do us a solid here. And we just, get to commercial. Well, yeah, we can do it now. I don't care. You just pop on there and say, no, yes, I can hear you. No, we need to know when it gets to commercial. No, I'm telling you. They will have been able to hear the intro music, and they will be able to hear us clearly. If we sound like we're in a well, way away from everything, then it's not picking up through the board. It's only picking Oh, wait a second. You're not on. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, now We you're need on. to know whether they're hearing the commercials or hearing us during the break. That's the telltale sign. Yeah, but that's 15 minutes. They'll know right now if they hear Why loud and clear. Why can't we ask them then? You're always wanting to jump the gun. Oh, there's no gun to jump. I'm just saying. By the way, I started the show with really bad posture. Again. Yeah, that's not going to look good. Jordan Angel, what's going on? Guys, I just watched the best soccer game in the world, and nobody scored. But did did they have a bench-clearing brawl? It nearly came to blows. One guy got tackled and rolled off the field, and then he rolled around back onto the field, and then a player from the other team grabbed his jersey and yanked him back off the field, and then both teams gathered in the corner. So there were some Yanks playing. It was amazing. Had another many Yanks over there in, in Europe. Now, was Pele playing? No, Pele is not. Who? No. Stallone was still, Sylvester Stallone? Stallone? Yeah, you never saw the hockey movie? I mean, the soccer movie? No. Was Stallone? No. You never saw victory? If there's if, wait, wait, Stones and Go plays. Wait, was there and, soccer? Yeah. Then I didn't watch it. You've never seen victory with wait, Stallone and Pele? Let me ask again. Was it soccer? Then I didn't watch Why it. Why you want to hate on Pele? I, I love Pele. Well, you hate on Sly. Not really a big fan. After Rocky won and the rest I didn't matter. Didn't care. You didn't see victory where he's in the nets. Because it was about. I soccer. didn't watch it either, but. There's See? not very many good soccer movies. You so didn't watch Victory? Be... Wait a second. That's a great point, no. Jordan Angel. We've got a bunch of really good football, some pretty good baseball, couple not-so-bad basketball. Why is there no great soccer movies? This is a great soccer Wait, movie. Wait, no, it's not. And it goes to what Jordan just brought up. I'm trying to get him to answer my question. Why don't I've we got... have any? Why don't we have great soccer movies? We do. I have a theory. She's the man. Theory. That's a great movie. Let's hear your theory. Oh, good grief. I know, right? Most most sports you just named are all popular in the United States, where most movies are made. What about Bollywood? They make more movies than anybody. Well, do you watch Bollywood movies? No. Other than Slumdog, no. Okay, then. Okay, then. My point is... Most producers and movie directors and actors are all Americans, so they didn't grow up with sport. Maybe you get some better writers who grew up with the sport. Kicking and Screaming is a a great movie. You people are downplaying the great soccer movies. Kicking and Screaming, She's the Man, Victory. But my whole point of bringing up Victory. Then it's like Beckham just had a birthday, by the way. Oh, well, there you go. There's that one. But here's my whole point of bringing up the movie Victory. In the end, there's this great climatic moment, and guess what? Someone scores. No, the game ends in a tie. The movie's called Victory, and the game ends in a tie. And that's why there are no oh. great soccer movies. Because there was great game, no scoring. There it is. Well, in the game, the game I just watched today, nobody scored. It was there you a great go. game. That That's was a my victory. Point. That was my That's point. That's a victory in soccer. Did somebody get some points though? No, this was in the Champions League. No points, yeah. but Manchester City, who scored in the first game, moves on. But I have over two hundred and eighty. No, sorry, one hundred and eighty minutes of soccer. Only one goal was scored. 
and it was amazing. So was this a best two out of three or something? Yeah, wait a minute. Yeah. No, the Champions League knockouts are best of two. That sounds like a group of cheerleaders. Go to extra time and penalties. No, you just, it's a two-legged, they call it a two-legged tie where each team gets to host a game and then after the combination of both of those games, the person who scores the most, the they team just total the points? Goal moves on. Total well, goal, yeah. This would help the NBA trying to play seven games and all that. Well, you know, you just playing games. Total points wins. Let's have two. That way each team gets a home game. I do like that, Jordan. That's pretty. Yeah. Each team gets a home game, highest combined both scores. That's it. I like that. I, you, you know what, Jordan? I'm not poo-pooing your ideas anymore. I actually like that. What happens when they're all 0-0 ties? Excuse me, nil-nil ties. Play on, my friend. You would go to extra time, because. and from that, you would go to penalties. So we'd have more time with no no goals. So we'd get some PKs. Why don't we just go to PKs to start with? Well, that's no We fun. ought to do it at the very beginning. Do that. We ought to do it at the beginning. Well, why don't we start a baseball game with a runner at second? Wait, wait. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, this is my idea. We do PKs first and then play the 90 minutes. You know what you got to make up from the very beginning. Well, it's got and, and now we can just end it right there. We don't have any crap at the end. Like the exciting part early, they can turn it off and just see if anybody ever scored the rest of the way. I think you way. got a bark of approval on that. I'm with that dog. That's right. That's my dog right there. <laughs> He's your dog. He agrees with everything you just barked after. That's, right. That's my idea. Yeah. Hey, by the way, in the first segment anyway. Aren't you working today? He'll go to work no, in 30 minutes. Shoot, no, I work at night. Yeah, okay. He's a night owl. And no, I was calling in because A, you said test the phones, and B, that game was amazing. I didn't say test the phones. I said make sure the podcast is working right. Well, who's listening to a podcast when I can be on it live? It's not a podcast. Well, it's, it's a Facebook live. live it's the thing. Facebook live thing, yes. The Facebook live I meant. Well, I can't hear myself if I'm on the phone. This was failed. This was a complete first segment. I'm taking this as though... Angel called. We didn't get the information we needed. It ended in a tie. And we uh, talked soccer. And it's a complete fail first segment. Angel, appreciate you being a part of it. Anything I can do for you, fellas. You'll never walk alone. I know. Oh, boy. But you will be without a go. Bye. By the way, I want to shout out to Fallon today. Uh, congratulations on the mu- the two music stands. The two what? She got two new music stands that are really cool. You know, Fallon's a picker. Yeah. And, so and she, a grinner. Well, I'm sure she grins when she, she picks. Most, do most people frown when they're playing the guitar? I've seen some frowny face people, yes. I wouldn't think Fallon the natural would Fallon's usually pretty happy. How about Joe Cocker? He didn't play the guitar. Oh, you don't know what he, he did just, in his spare time, private? I always looked like he was in pain when he sang. What about Joe Walsh? Joe Walsh always lived like a rock star, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, but he looked like he was in pain all the time. He yeah. wasn't grinning. He's just picking. <laughs> picking and grimacing. Oh, picking and grimacing instead yeah, of picking and grinning. it's a different thing. That wasn't hee-haw. That was something else. Speaking of grinning, Ryan Huntsy's supposed to be joining us here in a little bit. Is he a big grinner? Not that I know of. It's just the transition. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, this was a complete failed first segment. It was. It's Angel's fault. It's not Angel's fault. You can't start any show with soccer. You overrode me when I tried to ask people for what they want, and then when we didn't get what we needed from them, you are you going to take responsibility for asking the wrong question? It was the right question. (laughs) We had the wrong caller. That's what it was. Anyway, wow. Ryan Huntsy's going to join us at about 5.30. Texas High's boys soccer, excuse me, soccer, you got me saying, <laughs> golf team. They play with a ball. He plays too. on the team? Yeah. Or the, he's... the golf team is heading to the regionals College Station. 5A. That seems weird. That's where they go for regional. College Station. Okay. Would you think that? It seems like they'd be in the Metroplex. I think they're in Rockwall. Oh, I thought I saw where they were headed to College Station on the. I've had trouble reading the emails this week. Like yesterday, I get an email that says Wednesday baseball game, only to find out what it really said was Tuesday baseball game. Well, no, it said Wednesday, but it was supposed to be about Tuesday. <laughs> Whoever sent that didn't know their days of the week, which is not surprising. Hey, you're in the yard. What's up, gentlemen? Oh, tri- here we go. We're going to save this. Yeah, thing. He's coming in like. Uh, Give me a great Sandman because here comes here comes someone to save the first segment. I was going to say Raleigh Fingers, but it well, I was going to call yesterday, but y'all had a game going on, 
Man, we lost a comic genius yesterday. Gilbert Godfrey was funny. I don't know if comic genius is... is oh, he was a comic genius. He was funny, but I don't know. Well, let's pull the... Everybody thinks Gilbert Godfrey was a comic genius. Raise your hand. You have no hands up. <laughs> funny, I'm, yes. I'm going to tell you right now, go check out the roast of Hugh Hefner. Is he with you? To hear the joke he did about the to hear the joke he did about the comedy act, the musical act called the Aristocrats. Uh, so I got a joke that's good. Does that make you a genius? Oh, he was a genius, man. He was a funny bird. Give I'll me, give him wait, that. wait. Give me your list of comic geniuses so I know what you think is a comic comic genius. Oh, I mean, I put uh, Jerry Seinfeld up there, George Carlin. Richard Pryor. All right, all right, I got you. Eddie now. Murphy, okay. Chris Rock. See, those are I, I'm in agreement with all of those. Not Gilbert Godfrey. Not Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> Very funny guy. Oh, Gilbert Godfrey, he was hilarious. Gilbert Godfrey. I, I, I'm gonna put. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go out on a limb and state who I think is the all-time my number one favorite comic of all time. All right, let's hear it. Dave Chappelle. I, you could make a solid argument. Dave yeah. Chappelle is the best stand-up as far as smart and You're funny. Yes. I, I, it would be hard to dispute that. Gilbert Godfrey, we can spend some time disputing I don't that. even think you spend any time disputing it. I don't think there's any dispute. He's he not. was one of those guys that was kind of a one-trick pony. He did the one trick very well, that annoying voice thing. But uh, genius? Ugh. But he was a good one-trick pony. Like I said, watch the Comedy Central roast of Hugh Hefner. Roast of Hugh Hefner. All right, I'll Google that. Gilbert Godfrey. Because he, he took – it took place right after, like three weeks after 9-11, and he, and he kind of told a joke that the audience, like, it's a little too soon for that. And those people that he had booing and hissing him, he had them standing up laughing, clapping, crying so hard because of the joke he told after that. All right. So he set up a joke with a touchy joke. All right. His setup joke was, you know, when he said he's got to catch a flight to Los Angeles, but they've got a uh, layover at the Empire State Building. Well, and he got some groans because that was about three weeks after 9-11. Yeah. And then he launched into soon. the aristocrats. And he... he, he it's just priceless to see. All right. We'll check that out during the commercial. But, you know, when we say... Hey, go Guardians. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. I, those are words I never thought I'd hear you say. Yeah. I'll be honest well, with you. Know, you. I mean, you, you, you believe me, but go no Indians. Yeah. I, I, I'm shocked. I'm considered a lot. You gave up on Indians. What are we? Four games, five games into the season, and you're five, all, games, five in. games in, and you've already bought into the Guardians. I don't Man, even get on that bandwagon. I don't even know you. They've got a rookie on there that in the first five games of the season Quai? has been on base three times every game. Is that Quai? Quan? Quan? Juan. Yes. He finally, he finally had a strike today. He finally struck out today. It's the magic yeah, of the Quan. To the best of us. I, I don't care how good he is. I I am blown away that you've you've walked away from Indians that fi- that fast. Hey, I'm I'm getting my team on. You know, I might slip and still call them the Indians from time to time. See, I thought, but when I'm thinking of it, I'll say go Guardians. See, I go thought you would Guardians. I thought you would slip and say Guardians. I was of the mindset or belief that you were never going to go Guardians. Why? It's just tradition. It's hey, your team. How, how often do you say Red Wolves? I mean, uh, Indians anymore instead of Red Wolves. Don't you say Red Wolves all the time now? No. Uh, well, my, my daughter uh, to A-State the year that they changed yeah. to the Red Wolves, and she was very mad because she's part Choctaw, and she goes, I wanted to go to the school where we were called the Indians. And you don't want to be a girl and be a dog. I understand that. So, And so she was upset that she's a Red Wolf. Do you refer to them as Indians anymore, or do you refer to Arkansas State as the Red Wolves? No, because when she went there, they were the Red Wolves. So that's always been the Red Wolves yeah. for me. 
See, we've we've made changes. We moved on, Chuck Zach. I'm shocked this man moved on that quickly. Shocked. He's been through this before with Arkansas State. (laughs) So he'll leave us and go to another show and never even remember us. I can't really blame him for that after this first segment. Oh, that ain't going to (laughs) happen. Hey, I I just try to do what I can to help out. You're the man. See ya. And cooking and screaming was a good, kicking and screaming was a good movie. Or cooking and screaming. Yeah, which was actually the porn version. (laughs) (laughs) Have a good one, guys. See ya. Jeez. Failed first segment. All right. Well, you want to go ahead. Do the, the uh, asking the uh, audience. Uh, if you hear us, if you hear the voice of Gilbert Godfrey coming out during the commercial, then it's not working right. What? Because you're going to play that, aren't I'm you? I'm not. I'm, I'm going to listen to it. I'm oh. not playing it. I don't know what it is yet. Okay. I'm not just throwing it out there. If you can I'm... hear us talking during the commercial, you don't hear the commercial, yeah. let us know on Facebook, would you? If you hear commercials, let us know that so I know what's going on. 16 after 5, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 1079, 15 minutes away from uh, Ryan Huntsey. You stick around, we're coming right back. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. Welcome back. Yeah, we're not coming back with the Gilbert Godfrey joke. <laughs> a little racy? No, well, let's just say it says the filthiest joke ever told. <laughs> I'm not playing that on uh, public radio. Sorry, yeah, probably guys. Auto. Probably not. You Pass need to do on. that one yourself if you want the uh, Gilbert Godfrey experiences. Mr. Sci-Fi Guy had described it By to the us. way, folks on Facebook said commercials coming through loud and clear. Well, there so you go. Thank you for the heads up. Nice. At least I know now. Bubba, Jordan, they all chimed the in. The update worked on the phone. The update worked. And didn't ruin my phone again. Anyway, Ryan Huntsy coming up about uh, 10 minutes or so. We'll talk golf as the uh, regional meet is coming up this, uh, what's today? The Is it really a meet? It sounds like they're running track. Well, I mean, we have district meets. Yeah. It's a track. meet. It's a tournament. tournament. No, we have district academic meets. Yeah, but the golf has tournaments. Well, that's fine. It can they're be a meet. meet. No, they don't meet. For God's sakes. They're meeting. They're meeting and greeting. <laughs> I, well, I, read a, read a, I read an interesting uh, story about the, about Scotty Schiffler today. Did you? Yeah. About his time here in Texarkana? No, 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 no. no. But, but, but an interesting story about the family. Did not realize. I, of course, I knew nothing about the guy and his story and the family and all that. But apparently the uh, the dad was a stay-at-home dad yeah, guy. We talked about that this week on Kirk and Kip. Well, I wouldn't hear for that. Anyway, read the article. It was very intriguing. Yeah. Was it? What's she's a lawyer? Is it Horn yeah. and what's the name of the firm? I didn't in? see the name. Up in Highland Park. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jersey's that where they were from originally? They were from yeah New Jersey. Yeah. Anyway, never mind. I won't tell the story since you already told it on Kirk and Company. <laughs> no, the I millions just, who heard that already heard this story. Dozens of people <laughs> are walking around spreading the message, but. Uh, no, it is kind of cool that Dad's a stay-at-home. It is. It yeah. was an intriguing story. And a sw- apparently the uh, the wife's greeting at the 18th hole after he won the Masters has captured the hearts and minds of those who are romantics out there. And what was the, what was the greeting? Oh, she was just affectionate. Well, yeah. I, I still like the part where she got on him Sunday morning and yes. told him to man up. Yes. That's the best well, part. And the way th- I tell you what, the way that story read on Sunday was a little different than the way it read when I read an article today. Well, I just read his comments right. after the tournament. Right, no, we're, yeah. But in, in the article, it's more a matter of, I don't, if you win, if you lose by 10 strokes, if you never win another tournament, it won't matter to me, I'm always going to be here kind of thing. Which it was very nice. That's not how he tells the that's story. That's not how he told the story at all, but it's how the, the magazine so That's how she's telling read. the story now. They're... 
See, I, this happens all the time in my house. He said, she said. Is that yes, what you're saying? Yeah. Your version? Yeah. Closer to the truth or further from the truth? Mine is less varnish on it. Really? And the child bride tells a story about how she spoke to me. Yes. It's sweeter and nicer. With love yeah. and affection. Yeah. Support. So when other people aren't around, it's pretty straightforward. You're a dog. No, she didn't call me a dog, <laughs> but she's very... And, and I appreciate... Some people want cheerleader types. Some people want yes. people who are honest and direct with them. Why can't you have an honest cheerleader? <laughs> you can, you I You suck. Go. <laughs> you may not want that. It's yeah. kind of weird. It's going to mess up your brain. Yeah. Either way. Anyway. Um, we got a few minutes to talk sports, sports. Did you watch any of the play in tournament yesterday? I had intentions to. And? I had good intentions, and but uh, I went and had beer and Michelob Ultra on tap out of one of the local watering homes, and, and didn't make it home for the first game, which I thought was the one I really wanted to watch. The Brooklyn-Cleveland game. Yeah, that was the one I wanted to watch. Yeah, why? Uh, because I thought Cleveland had a shot. But anyway, You need to drink more. Yeah. But uh, so I thought, well, I'll turn on some of the second game, and I tried. And I turned it on, See, and I, you. I had fond memories of my trip to the Target Center years ago. Remember when I talked my way into a, a T Wolves game? Yeah, T Wolves yeah. game, and I got to go <laughs> sit down low, and yeah, oh, it was, that was one of my favorite nights. I talked in, into a credential at a T Wolves game, nice. so, which I, of course was a lot different than it is these days. Yeah. They were giving them away outside, no, weren't they? No, oh, no was, they weren't. That was Garnett versus Shaq that night well, down in the paint. Time. It was yeah. a great game, and I'm sitting right down on the floor in the corner. It was great. How did those gentlemen look from where you were? Well, I told you the story. You well, know. For people who weren't on Kirk and Company and heard it. <laughs> you know, I told you the story. Uh, I get there and sit down, and Mikhail comes and sat next to me because he was the GM at right, the time. Right, So I got, you know, Lurch, Six, 11. Lurch standing next right. to me. But at halftime, I come out. I go find the free food at halftime because that's very that's important. That's who you are. <laughs> and I come out. We have to wait for the team to go by before the media can proceed back to our seats. Well, Garnett's the last guy, and he stops to tie a shoe. And he bends over to tie a shoe, and I'm right behind him in a kind of a creepy position. But <laughs> his his tailbone yeah. is chest high on me. Yes. And... He doesn't even bend the knees. His arms are so long, he just, at the waist, bends over and ties his shoe. Well, sure. Yeah. Which is, you know, I always struggle to do <laughs> It's a bit disconcerting. Is that what you're saying? It's disconcerting. It's large of a and human being. And then to beam. see yeah. his backside yeah. about chest high, he was like, good Lord, what kind of freak are you? And his feet... Or, you know, right. like water skis. Yeah, thank God it wasn't Shaq in front of you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've stood by Shaq before, and he's another freak, just a different freak. Larger. Yes. Larger freak. He takes Mountainous. The, he takes the light out of the doorway. Yes, he does. So, yeah. anyway, you couldn't watch any of the well, games. Well, I wish I'd have stayed up for the Patrick Beverly <laughs> celebration. <laughs> Patrick Beverly. I. He's borderline insane. Oh, I think he's crossed the borderline. I think he's already in. I, he's not like a truck driver coming from Mexico. No, no, no. This no. guy crossed the border. You are correct, sir. He has long since moved past the borderline. I couldn't watch either game. I'm the same way you were. I just it, – it's not a series. Yeah. I can do a single game if we're talking about the college basketball tournament. Yeah, but – I can't, do a, I can't do a single game. Because you're thinking to yourself, one of these teams should have been the number nine or ten seed. And shouldn't have been there at all. Yes, exactly. I, I don't like the playing games. No. To me, it's so hard to get to the seven and eight position. You should be rewarded. Yes. And I you get shouldn't it. be you know, it, forced to play in. And I know they're usually a game or two apart, but still. In our COVID year, I get it. We're not in COVID. I know. Either. In our COVID year, I get it. I get when they did it then because it was kind of a mess and they took a break in the season and they're coming back and teams didn't have enough games to make up. I get all that. I got no problem with what they did that year, 2019. 19? 20. 19. Whatever. <laughs> the years have gone by now. Either way, I don't like I think it now. It was 20. I don't like it now at all. I, I don't see why we're playing. And we're not even playing to eliminate. You know what? We're just playing to shuffle Cause, the deck. Because TNT got to sell those two games oh last night. Oh, my God. And two more tonight. Yeah. 
It's horrible. I agree. But it's always about the money, Chuck. I know. But I don't like it. And yeah. I didn't want to watch it. I couldn't watch it. Now, yeah. I'll watch... Once they start getting into a series... Sure. I'm there. Sure. I want to know the... Compa- want to be part of it. Was anybody eliminated last night? Yeah. N- no. They weren't eliminated. Well, they could possibly be. They're just moving to play the yeah. winner of the yeah. next thing. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. The loser's moving on to play again. Well, since when do we do that? When do losers go on and play more? Well, in soccer, they get to play the next game at the other person's place. That's what I don't understand. Everything else, when we're playing playoffs, it's over. You lose, you go home. No, it's usually a series. But I'm just saying, like the tournament. You lose, you're done. I don't like this. You lose, and you get to play again the next week. Can't do it. Can't watch it. Can't do it. We, We ended up watching mostly beach shows anyway. Beach? Yeah, you can, you can get on YouTube and watch all these shows about different beach destinations. On YouTube? Yeah, I was last night we went back to Water Island. I was missing Water Island. You're watching shows on YouTube about beaches? Yeah. Not the Bette Midler movie? No. These people travel and they, you can watch their vacations. It seems kind of voyeuristic. It is. It is. Yeah, a little dirty. Are they in swimsuits? Uh, sometimes, but that's what? usually not They're the not attraction. Beaches, are no, they? the no. attraction is not the people. The people. The attraction is the destination. It's the nature. Yes. Sometimes they're a little all natural. <laughs> See, there we go. There it is. The truth comes out. All right, we're going to see if Huntsy's here. This could be a segment we're going to do. Is Huntsy here? He's joining us next. Hopefully, Ryan Huntsy, golf coach, Texas High. Hopping in the studio, we'll hit him, sit him down live, hit him up on what's going on with the uh, boys and their quest to win a state championship at 5A in golf. That's coming up after the break. You're listening to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor on the fan. 107.9. We come at you live from the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title, with over 150 years title experience, handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. The trusted names when you need legal help for personal injuries have added another partner. Flint and Crawford are now Flint, Crawford, and Cogburn. Involved in an accident? You want the help of a trusted law firm. Flint, Crawford, and Cogburn have been serving clients and winning cases in this area for decades. Underpinned by the same great team and now with added horsepower, Flint, Crawford, and Cogburn will listen and give sound legal advice. When it comes to law firms, reputation is everything. Remember these three names, Flint, Crawford, and Cogburn. Call 888-79-FLINT. Yeah, it's your national underground, thunder bounce, and I stop the ground like a million elephants, a silverback orangutan. You can't stop the train. Who wants up? Don't come unprepared. I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name. Brother man, tell us that ain't gonna rain. All right, welcome back. We got about 27 minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan 107.9. Treat for you folks on Facebook. Tony's ugly mug off the camera. Ryan Huntsey, golf coach, Texas High, hopping on as we're getting ready to uh, send the Tigers off to regionals next week. Talk to us about district first. Sure, yeah. Uh, thanks for having me. You bet. Uh, glad to be here. Uh, yeah, we played district uh, last week of March. I think it was like 28th and 29th for the boys. Uh, played really well. Uh, tough golf course, Tempest Golf Club in Gladewater. Um, the boys shot 291, 294. I think we ended up winning by f- 43 shots. It was close. A lot of pressure. Well, it was – what I told them, you know, we have – looking back on our year, we're not very good at going out and setting the tone the first day. Usually we play, you know, below average and then have to turn around the next day and play really well. So it was good we came out and played, you know, throughout the whole lineup. Everybody played well. Um, and then the second day we backed it up. Why, um, why do you think it is? Why do you think they play, they come out slow like that? 
You know, it could be a, a variety of things. I think that a lot of times the expectation is for a tournament that you're just going to go have your best stuff. You practice with your best stuff, and then you get out there, and you your expectation is I'm going to hit the ball really well, I'm going to play good, and you usually don't. Tournament golf, you usually don't get the best out of out of out of you. Um, so our our focus had been on our short game, making sure we putt well, because tournaments we putt well, we we play really well, and uh, we did battle tough conditions. It was really windy both days, so it was nice to come out and play, put two good rounds together. Um, the girls was uh, Wednesday Thursday, we shot our best round of the year in round one. And just and we were still in third. You got to get top two. Right. Just didn't have it day two. Tried tried really hard. I was really proud of them. Had three girls, four girls PR. Uh, shoot their shoot their low round of the nice. year. Nice. And so it was good. It was it was it was you know it was sad. Um, two seniors. Uh, they they played great, but just didn't didn't quite get it done. Did they achieve what you expected? I mean, was that kind of did they max out? Do you think? Yeah, about I mean, what they I, were I can't of? ask for for if you were told me that we would shoot our one one of the rounds, we were to shoot our our season low by fourteen shots and have four girls shoot their best. That's all wow. you can ask for. Competition I mean, in a district that good? In yeah, girls Lo- golf. Longview uh, Longview has a I think she's a sophomore junior. She shot seventy one seventy one. Oh my gosh! And and. You know, they had a couple other girls that could shoot in the 90s, and that I mean, they won. And Sulphur Springs, who luckily is moving down to 4A, they have a bunch of freshmen and sophomores, and they played really well. So uh, that's somebody else's problem now, right? Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, good. So, yeah. Romero worry about yeah, that. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That, PG, yeah. uh, but no, like I said, that's all I can ask for. And, and the girls were upset, but I was like, hey, look, I mean, you know, you play, you tried your best, you did, you did great, like. Now, now two That's are all you can do. Two are going. Two are going. Two are seniors. Yep. So the rest coming back. Mm-hmm. You feel pretty good about where you are right now. Have you, have you scouted out who's going to come? Yeah, I've got take some, those spots. I've got some middle schoolers, um, and I'll be honest. I think it's just kind of uh, you know, all for all of Texarkana. There, there's not much junior golf. Right. Uh, I've talked about this before, yep. um, and especially for girls, uh, not many girls playing junior golf because we, you know, I do middle school golf all morning, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade, and it's probably you know. A class of 15 I've maybe got two girls per class mm. so you know I, in my eighth grade class I do have a couple of girls that are planning on playing and Good. you know it's just going to be up to them to put in the work and you know get out on the golf is course. the commitment there with the girls in this community like it is with the young men I mean I've seen it like uh, Gracie Hennard last yeah. year for but, sure but as yeah. a group do you see I don't know I, I don't know like probably not I mean just from looking at it yeah. you don't don't see as many girls like in the Dallas area you, you know yeah. you have tons of girls playing in all the junior tournaments and you don't see that here as, as much I've seen two yeah. I've seen two Texas high girl golfers Gracie's one and yeah. the others a few years ago yeah uh, Emma and yeah. other than that you're right there just isn't that much how's Gracie doing by the way since you know I talked to her the there. other day um you know she went into to play at Dallas Baptist when they're defending uh D2 national champions you know great golf program team. oh yeah great program great coach and so i think you know she knew she probably was going to have to to weigh her turn they had a lot of girls coming yeah. back and, and gracie is, is a huge competitor i mean yeah. so i knew that was going to be a challenge for her maybe not getting to play right away um and, and she played a little bit on the on the second team i think in the fall she said she was struggling a little which you know that's it's coming that's that's that's, that's gonna yeah so you gotta try to find the way to make you know the best mm-hmm. of it um, but she's she's loving where she's at. Good, and I think you know she'll be able to. I'm sure she'll she only get better. Give it time. I mean, yeah, just gotta give, give it, it time and trust the process. It's so hard to go from being the alpha, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you get thrown in a pool with oh, yeah. older alphas. Absolutely, and you're not the alpha anymore. It's a hard transition to make that mental. Yeah, absolutely. And she she knew that she was well prepared. She knew that was gonna uh, was gonna be something she faced. And uh, I mean, she's a great golfer and she's gonna she's gonna do fine there she's just gotta put in the time well this is kind of the time for this boys team uh <laughs> I, I know you've been building towards this oh, yeah. and, and yeah. this it, when they were young you go boy one of these days we're gonna be a really good team and uh it's here now it's here and, and that uh, that comes with pressure and expectations absolutely. talk about that absolutely yeah you know last year um i do think last year Overall, and I've I've told the boys this too. We had, we were deeper. I mean, it, we didn't have to have Thomas Curry go out and shoot sixty five, you know, every time. It could he could have had, and we had Camden Robertson, Carter Manith, Jack Wilson. It, it, it rotated a lot, and we won a lot of tournaments with people finishing in the one spot. And so this year, it's you know, it's been hard on 
um, the other guys to step up, and they they know that's you know if if they don't have a good day, right? I mean, it's it's up to them. There's nobody else going to be picking up their slack. It's on them. So it has been tough, and we've played. Uh, we've still played and won some really good tournaments, posted some really good scores, and we also have played a little worse than we did at times last year. So the potential's there. So where's been the spot? Where, where, have you seen a tournament where all of a sudden you you got a sense that, all right, these guys have started to figure it out, and we got a chance to make some noise deep in this this year? Uh, you know, there's been flashes of it all year, starting out when we played at uh, – at our, you know the Jay Brewer Memorial, right. we won, and right. we have you know Highland Park, Houston Memorial, South Lake Carroll, Jesuit, and and we won, ended up winning by two, um, and everyone you know did their job down all the way to our five spot. Um, everybody contributed, and uh, and I do think a lot of that has to do with comfortability of playing at TCC, um, because it's not a course you can come play and be comfortable at if you're not used to it, uh, you know. Yeah, we won in Houston, but on day one we didn't play well. We had to come back and play really well day two. But I'd say district was the best I've seen right. as a total two days. Um, you know, because it's not – I've always tell them it's not about who we're playing against. It's about how we play the course. Right. That's I mean, right. that's, you can't play defense in golf. I mean, it'd be cool if you could. But Do, you, do, do they watch the, the scoreboard at all? Do they really care? Are they really focusing in on my scores, all that I can do, and I don't worry about what anybody else is doing? I mean, that's a battle uh, we face, and I think every golfer does. Some people like to know where they're at after day one. Right. You know, there's really no way for them to see as the tournament goes on. That's sometimes, say, is there any of it on the phones they can access? We've played tournaments where they have to do their own live scoring, and they can, uh, and they can see it. And I've, I mean, that, that has been a disaster. You know, I've had a kid who was, you know, he was trying not to look at his score, and the guy he's playing was like, hey, man, dude, you know you're four under right now? Uh, two holes, you know, down the drain, next two holes. You know, <laughs> it happens, you know, I mean, so. Oh, that wasn't planned. That wasn't no. strategy by the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, we try not to. I mean, I, I've toyed around with not telling them how we're doing after day one, just focus on day two. It's, you know. They're going to find that they're gonna out. They're going to find out. After the first Parents day. are going to find oh, out, and yeah. they'll say something. Grandparents. I mean, it, it happens. We just got to be, uh, you know, do a good enough job to not worry about score. We never talk about score on the golf course. That's one thing. Like, if I'm walking with a kid, I'm never going to be like, oh, what are you at right now? That's the worst thing you want right. to think about. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> just think about the next hole. Just the next shot. Yeah. yeah. Next shot. Yeah, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Ryan Huntsey in here with us uh, talking Texas High Golf. The boys are heading over to regional, and uh, you were telling us Rockwall's where you guys are going next yep. week. Rockwall Golf and Athletic Club. It's yeah. uh, it's a good it's a good course. They completely they redid greens and tee boxes uh, over the summer. We played a preview there uh, in February, and it was in great shape. So um, we're looking forward to playing it. Uh, we know we can play well there. Uh, we did in February. Uh, the, the thing there is the wind. The wind can really blow coming off the lake. Um, luckily, we've played in several tournaments uh, this year where the wind was blowing really hard. So I think we're well prepared. You know, Curry's kind of a freak, but you got anybody else that really handles the wind well? You know, that's uh, Jack Wilson, who's a senior. He's going to play at, at Dallas Baptist. Um, last year and early this year, he really struggled in the wind. I mean, and we played a tournament in College Station uh, in January, and he struggled. And he has worked so hard to get better yeah. at the wind. Uh, at District, it was really windy. He shot, I think, 74, 70, 70, no, 73, 70. And then in College Station, in the stroke play round, he shot 72 and finished solo third. So he has made big improvements. How do you practice for the wind? And that's such a you, you say working on that. Yeah. You don't know when you go out. Well, no, it's a windy it's day today, or and, it's blowing in this direction. Or, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. That's why they're always tossing that grass in there. So. Yeah, you got to figure it out. you got to keep but it low and run that thing. Here in Texarkana, I mean, especially where we practice, we're sheltered from the wind a lot. Right. Um, a lot of it's a mindset thing. You know, you've got to be kind of creative. you got to learn how to hit some shots, fly it low, um, and then you have to realize that I'm just not – I'm probably not going to hit the ball as good as I usually do. I'm going to hit some shots that I feel like are going to be really good. The wind may hit it or may not, and you're just going to have to live with the consequence and have a great short game. And I think that's what Jack has really improved on is his short game and his mental kind of process toward playing in the wind has improved a lot. Who, who else in the region do you look at and say, okay, well, <laughs> these guys' scores are going to probably come in low. That's not who you got to beat, but what's, what, what, what sure. schools do you think have scores that are going to probably come in? Uh, Highland Park A and Highland Park B. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was that discussion. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, uh, just one year away. Couldn't they have just right. gone up a year right. earlier? Yeah. So, you know, they uh, we that we saw both their A and B team in College Station, and they had two freshmen that shot seventy two, <laughs> uh, that were on the B team. They, uh, <laughs> you know, every, every year, and and that they have a great coach that gets their kids prepared because I've seen it three years now. Every year, their B team, who's usually young, starts mm-hmm. out decent, and by the end of the year, they're pretty darn good. Um, uh, so this year, obviously the Highland Parks, uh, Frisco, a couple of Frisco schools have posted some good scores. Frisco okay. Wakeland and Frisco Independence, I think they'll be tough. Um, you know, so we really haven't played in any tournaments with the, with them, but I've seen I've seen some of their scores and they've played posted some pretty good numbers. Have you got a number in mind for next week? I think if we can, uh, you know, depending on the wind, but if it's blowing 15 to 25 i think if we can shoot below 305 two rounds in a row we should get through so and, that, and that's the deal i mean you don't yeah. have to win it you, you right. just want to get just it through to the next one top, top, top two three. top yeah. three top yeah. three top three move yep. to state yeah. right top two out of district top three out of region okay yeah. and statewide just throwing a net out there and saying these are the guys to beat in state <laughs> Highland Park. Highland Park, Highland Park. Highland Park. <laughs> okay. uh, Bernie Champion out of down yep. in, around San Antonio. They're always good, always competitive. Um, Austin Anderson, they finished fifth last year. They had a, a, a kid who was homeschooled. He's playing his senior year for him, losing the district. He's going to Texas. Great player. Um, they posted post some really good scores. That region is going to be tough. There's five really good schools, and only three are going to come out. Montgomery's been good. I think it's – Montgomery College Station, who we saw uh, Monday, uh, Clear Lake. Another, there's another school down there that that played pretty well. But I'd say you know the Highland Parks, Bernie yeah. Champion, Austin Anderson. I'd say it's the a usual field. suspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a deep field this year. It, it, but you know, any given day, anything can happen. We've thrown Thomas's name out there a couple times. Yeah. Growth this year. We already knew how good he was. You talked to us before. You know, right. last time we had John. What have you seen this year? It's better than he was when he started. <laughs> Guy, he, I mean, he's just he's addicted to learning and getting better yeah. every day. He's trying to find something he can improve on and get better at. And I think he, I mean, he's figured out. You know, I think his patience has got a lot better. He's waiting for the rounds to come to him. Um, and uh, can can kind of sound weird, but you know, uh, the way golf courses golf courses are set up any given day, you can start out and play ten holes, eleven holes, where you're really not supposed to birdie any. Right, like, that's hard right. where the pins are. You know, just playing smart, playing to your spots, and then getting the waiting, waiting your turn until the the you know the whole locations or they set up for you and taking advantage. Uh, you know, we, he's played in seven tournaments now. He's forty five under par this year. He's putting great, hitting it great. I mean, is it hard to convince kids par's okay? Um, I like, don't know. Like, we've we've. I'd say two years ago, even last year. Um, I don't know if par, I'm saying par is okay because I think, but but really it's it's more about getting rid of dumb bogeys and double sure. bogeys. You're right. Yeah, right. Because and that's something we have really tried to to talk about and just look at stats from the PGA Tour and college, um, just about how good pars are and how. Yeah. But I think I think the stat is. A guy who averages in the 90s and a guy that averages 75, the guy that averages 75 only makes one more birdie around. Right. It's all he, about getting mistakes. rid of right. the mistakes. Yeah, which is why I say par's yeah. okay. Par's, par's you, great. You can do great. If, you, if you're shooting par, yeah. well, you hadn't birdied. Well, you know what? <laughs> the guy it's trying to is going to make a mistake. I would take all five of my guys shooting 18 pars every time. We'd win every tournament. We'd See? Pretty much every tournament we played. <laughs> we'll take a break. You want to stick around? Absolutely. We'll come back. We'll talk a little bit more. we got uh, certainly the Masters just happened. We need your take on Tiger. Okay. And Sounds Schiffler good. and et cetera. It's Ryan Huntsey you're listening to. He is a coach at Texas High. He's their boys and girls golf coach. He's going to stick with us for another segment. You're listening to Leaving the Yard. Zach and the Professor. On the fan, 107.9. You stick around. We're coming right back. Does your church or business need an upgraded audio or video system? Well, ClearSound Audio Video has the products and expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials, 
like Shure microphones starting at $40 and Electrovoice speakers starting at $299. You know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out Clear Sound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done. But did you know they now do in-house embroidery on cash? shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs. Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead. No matter what, we are your good neighbor. Always have been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at derekismyagent.com. If you need secured storage for your vehicles, boat, trailer, personal, or professional possessions, go no further than Lockaway Storage. At 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. Lockaway Self Storage. Call 430-901-0062 or drop by their convenient location at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. So you're a tough guy, like a really rough guy. Just can't get enough guy, just always so puff guy. I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type, make your girlfriend mad type, might seduce your dad type. I'm the bad guy. All right, 10 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the Professor here on the Fan 1079 as we come at you live from the Michelob Ultra Fan Cave. Ryan Huntsey, the golf coach at Texas High, is joining us. His team heading for regionals, leaving on Easter Sunday. Boo. Not too popular there. No. No. You know, it's after lunch, and everybody's yeah. hanging out with the family. And gonna, you're not going to take them at sunrise. And no, no, they can go to the early service, and uh, <laughs> yeah, we got to go get a practice round. See, there and, you go. Yeah. You're leaving early. Yeah, a little what's, bit. What time are you leaving? Uh, I think I'm leaving at twelve. Say, so, the way they have it set up is you have to do your practice rounds like after twelve o'clock. There's a they have a coaches meeting at six, so I tried to time it to where we get off the golf course. I can go to the coaches' meeting and they can continue to practice putting. That way, I don't have to like get off the golf course in the middle of the practice round, go to the meeting. What's the weather look like Sunday, Monday, Tuesday? Uh, pretty good. You know, I think a little cold front's moving in, so I think the highs only going to be in the seventies. Um, in the fifties in the morning, we tee off eight a.m. Uh, Monday morning, and wind uh, anywhere from like ten to twenty-five. All right. So, and you can add probably another five to ten to that because it's so off the lake. Typical so. April in Texas. That's right. All right. <laughs> I learned something new this morning. I was telling you guys during the break, I, I talked to Coach Norton about when they first set the Jay Brewer mm-hmm. Tiger Classic up. And uh, he said after the first year, they asked coaches, what could we do to make it better? And coaches said, well, could you let us play? <laughs> yeah. Do they have any tournaments that you've got to go and play around this year? Uh, you know, uh, there's some JV ones that like you can play along with the kids to help that I did. Uh, my first year – some of the courses we played I was like well I'm going to play the practice round <laughs> but I, I found that I was not a good idea not you know just because I wasn't able to focus on what I needed to focus right. on and I played really bad because I, my mind was thinking like I'm sitting here trying to hit my shot and I'm like what in the world is he doing over there like, so, so I, I don't so do for that you anymore. it doesn't work well too no yeah that's what I you know I get paid to coach golf not play golf so if only. Yeah. Well, speaking of being paid to, to play golf, Masters this weekend, are you a guy that's in front of the TV for four days? I tried as much as I could, yeah. And? What'd you think? It was awesome. Uh, I mean, <clears throat> I was pulling for Scotty Scheffler. I mean, he's the hottest player in the world right now. Um, How it, did that happen, by the way? I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like most people saw it coming. Or really? Like, well, I mean, he was the number one junior golfer in the world, or in America, whatever, Uh he played at the Jay Brewer Memorial or the Tiger Classic right. then at Texas Country Club. Um, won it. I mean, he, he's he's been successful and the best of the best at every level. So I think it was kind of. I was a little surprised that he played in the summer event over at Northridge NTC. Sure, yeah. A couple summers ago. Yeah. Because I, I figured he was one of those guys that would have skipped that level. Yeah, you know, there's a bunch of different, you know, routes to get to the PGA Tour, and I think it was probably just. You know, I and I, I don't know. Maybe a proximity deal, or yeah. Something ma- maybe he just did it for a tournament. I know he played in some APT tournaments. I don't know um, enough about how to get on. You know, work your way up to the Corn Ferry Tour to say I know that 
uh, he worked his way up to the Cornberry Tour very quickly and, and um, was successful on the PGA Tour pretty quickly. Um, but he's, you know, fun to watch, fun to listen to, and that was impressive what he was able to he's do. He's sincere, isn't he? So Did sincere. It was awesome. So are you rooting for Tiger? Or are you hoping his leg just doesn't snap while he's playing? I mean, what's the emotion? Uh, yeah, I mean, I just any chance I get to see him play, I'm, I want to watch him. Right. And uh, he still showed, you know, signs that he's still pretty darn good. Yeah. Like, you know, and I do think it was it was it was tough to watch him. Anytime he had to walk a downhill, was limping. You know, couldn't get all the way down when he was reading his putts. Uh, yeah, that's the worst part. Yeah, he's, so he's I, like I hated three quarters seeing that because I know he's such a competitor and he's going to try uh, and play as much as he can. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would love to see him continue to do great and win. Is he going to win another one? I, I would never bet against him. <laughs> See, that's kind of the that's kind of the pat answer though. Yeah, because I think you're right. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, "Yeah, I can't see it, but he's Tiger. He's he's Tiger." I he, never thought he'd win again in 2019. And I mean, that, that one, was shocking to me. That was yeah. Never saw that coming. So yeah, I mean, were you <laughs> were you disappointed? Some of the names didn't make the cut this weekend, or a bunch of big names didn't make it. Yeah, Spieth didn't make it. Uh, Kepka didn't make it. Um, I think Shoffley didn't make yep. it. There was, um, but I think that's just kind of kind of the way golf works is um you know different courses set up different for you and i so i was surprised because those courses usually set up pretty good for those guys but it's just kind of about you can tell spieth's really struggling fundamentally Mm -hmm. i mean he's working on some stuff and he maybe just doesn't have it yet where where scheffler right now is in his kind of sweet spot and so he's you know playing at a very high level and that's kind of what you see is the guys trending up and down patrick cantley was beating everybody at the end of last year and he's, you know, kind of John Rahm the same, yep. kind of falling down just a little bit. There's ebbs and flows. Did you see the McElroy, uh, not yeah, the McElroy run coming on Sunday? Did you see that? Coming? Uh, yeah. Well, so for for him at the Masters, you know, that's his last one. He's got to win to get the career grand right. slam. So there's a ton of pressure, and it's, he seems to always do that to kind of tease tease you, show like you know either the first round or last round, like oh by the way this could be pretty easy yeah. for me to do, you know. But then so, days two and three, yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I wasn't like I, I don't want to say I wasn't surprised. I was expecting it, but it was just kind of like it seemed to me as like oh well that here comes like a Rory. Rory. Yeah, like a Rory thing to here do. Here comes Rory. <laughs> now a year ago we were all talking about DeChambeau. Mm-hmm. He's broke down. Mm-hmm. Now he's yeah. having surgery this week. Yeah. You think that's what we were whispering about a year ago? Yeah, I, could, I mean I, I don't <laughs> know. I don't. I hate to say I, I'm not. I don't know enough about it to to but. I just can't see that working out too well. The the you know the approach he took on it. Yeah, it worked out for a little bit, but longevity. Now you're not. paying for it. Yep. Music's playing. It's Ryan Hunsey. Hey, good luck this next week. Thank you. Thank Go you to very state. Much. We'd love to. No, no, we're not love to. Go to state. Sounds the answer like is yes. Yes, we're going to state. <laughs> anyway, appreciate you coming on. Thanks for having tomorrow, me. Kirk and Company. Chuck Buchanan will be in here. We'll be talking some LA. Excellent. We'll be back tomorrow night. We'll do it again. Leaving the yard right here on the Fan 1079. You guys take it easy. Have a good afternoon. We'll see you tomorrow.